This week's episode is brought to you by ThatKevinSmithClub.com. That's right, man. If you can't get enough of the sound of my voice, then you could surf on over to ThatKevinSmithClub.com, join up, watch Wake and Bake five days a week, listen to Plus One, so much more. ThatKevinSmithClub.com. What are you waiting for? Join the club. Mike, we're live. Good morning. We are. Hello, Christian. How are you today? I'm good, boss. How are you? I am so well, thank you. And uh, sitting here, we, uh, as usually, we have a very full table. Oh, for sure. Uh, sort of like the peanut gallery. Giving at the zap six. Um, sitting next to to me, he can pull his ass up to the table. Thank you. Come on, man. Matt Rainier. You've seen the Matt, Matt Rainier. Rainier. Matt Rainier. Matt Rainier from the Crew Askew. Uh, Matt's, Matt's a comic guy. Matt's, uh, Matt's a part of the Crew Askew. So welcome to the table, Matt. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How's it going? going? Uh, you know, that's, that's called the microphone. microphone. I'll talk yeah. right into it. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. He's a pro already. I know. He's getting the, the basics. It's nice. And as always, the beautiful Julia Zapsik. Fantastic. So what's up? Oh, not much, boss. Same fun stuff, different day. Uh, another fine week. A lot has happened in terms of news. and uh, So much has happened in terms of news. So much, so and, much. Uh, but before we get to the news, can I, can I front load a little bit of happiness? Go ahead. So something came in the mail. Ah, mail. Recently. And I handed it to you and put it on your lap. You asked what it is, and I refused to tell you, but you did. Yep. All right. You did pull the string. Yep. Okay. So now it's time to open it up. Uh, hold on. It. This is um, Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash Care of Mike Zapsick. Yes. From Paul Mina. Paul Mina. Do yes. I know who Paul Mina is? Uh, if you don't know Paul Mina, then I don't really you need probably to. Probably should. Should I? Because Paul helped to put together. Oh no! Along with some other wonderful folks. Oh my lord! It's whoa! It is a, a personalized and signed photograph of superman from some other uh, and it's oh and a gift from, from the 404. 404 there you go so oh, we wow. should there uh, you go. should we Boom. explain a little bit what the 404 is the local why don't 404? we do that but oh, first before we what do that get? what did you get oh these my are god. the oh my god these are amazing because these are <laughs> i'm gonna give each one of you you knew right what they were these right, are the stickers from the tasty bread tasty bread used to uh well for a summer they put stickers in the bottom of their tasty bread loaves. And I would go into a Krauser's yes, I remember and that. I would steal these. I would unwrap the bread. <laughs> I would untwist tie the bread compliant. and I would stick my hand in there and I would I would grab the stickers if <laughs> it was one I needed. And I, I would take the stickers out. So anyone in Linkcroft who bought the the tasty bread, and they're like, God damn, I hope I get a plastic man this week. And they they open it up. They're like, I didn't get a fucking sticker, man. Oh, what the hell? What a ripoff. Now, I'm sorry. Statute of limitations is over, folks, because I can't be prosecuted for this. So I'm going to – I not only did I do that, but every once in a while – and, and you own the, 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 the no the 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 devil made me do this every once in a while I would squeeze like one of the the pieces oh, of bread no, you <laughs> I'd be like oh yeah and add it an extra little fuck you from my side <laughs> cruel not only oh. didn't I get my sticker but there's there's a, a hand shaped piece of bread near what the hell <laughs> wait a second good eye good eye I gotta just uh, Danielle what? asked Christian are those new glasses and you know what. Danielle, you should win a prize. We've totally been looking at this guy all morning, and we didn't see it. Let me see. Look at me. Look at me head on. Dude, sharp. Those are some awesome glasses. Good for you, man. Now that you can see us better, are you so happy to be part of this? Oh, shit. I'm like, oh, crap. You motherfuckers are ugly. (laughs) The world is a lie. So Local 404, for those of you guys and gals um, uh, who don't know, Local 404 is – just a, it's a part. It's it's one of those things that came out like so much of the Viewers Universe does out of a conversation about how to be 
on this earth together. Right? Yes. So Michael, do you want to give a little bit of background? Because I know you were you and Chris McDonald and a couple other folks oh, okay. having a so, conversation after we well, saw some feedback online after the bash, actually. Where, yeah. where do you give me to go from there? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I said, you are. I put the ball on the, on the tee and now. So yeah, when I was looking at our, um, our Facebook page and it, you know, a lot of people are, are, this was such a great weekend. Uh, you know, I'm having those, those pangs, you know, when you're leaving uh, camp and it's like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving all of my friends. And there were a couple of, people in there who just said, you know, um, I had a great time, but I wish I were more outgoing and I could have, you know, gone up to people and just introduced myself. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm an introvert or I have some anxiety issues or whatever. And I was like, son of a bitch, that, that sucks. Because there's not much in that scenario that we can do. If like, if some people have those issues, it's not like we could just be like, be our friend, come here. No, we're but, not mind readers. No, but, but that's what the 404 is for. Exactly. And so I, I put it out there to a couple of people on uh, a few of Kevin's fan pages on Facebook. And I was like, dude, is there something dudes and dudettes? Uh, is there something we can do? I mean, I, in my official capacity as a manager of the stash, I really can't do anything. I can't be that guy who goes out and, you know, Kevin greets everybody. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing that he does. And he's so good and so warm at it. And, you know, just, you know, meeting him is like getting a hug. And when you meet him, you do get a hug. So yep. it's yeah. actually pretty cool. But 200 people that first mm -hmm. hour. Oh, my God. Yes. And, and they're excellent hugs, people. So. I just said to a couple of people out there, is there anything we can do? Is there, is there something that I can't do it, but I'm throwing it to you? And a couple of guys uh, and gals uh, picked up the ball and ran with it. Dude, and the reception has been great with it, too. The <laughs> local 404, that's, you know, it, it's a... It's a reference, fans helping fans. Yeah. yeah. It's a reference to, you know, the, the weed dealership. So, you know, and the, the, union, the union. The brotherhood. So... Uh, yeah, it, it's just it's fans helping fans. Yeah. So yeah. it's it is it's an it's an awesome thing. When I heard that that was actually like something that was coming about from the event, I was like, that's such a good idea. Because it, honestly, uh, maybe a few years ago, prior to me being involved in this whole thing, I probably would have been a part of that because mm -hmm. I was I was very much that person. I yeah. very anti-social, very anxious in mm -hmm. crowds, especially. So. For something like this to exist in this community of fans, not only makes sense, but I'm glad it's finally a thing. So the the and local 404, I think there's for, a Facebook it's for, group. It's for live events. There will be, I think, I know I saw them saying that they were going to, um, oh, sorry, they were going to set up a, a Discord group. Um mm -hmm. And there may be a Facebook group. I'm not really sure because we're not handling that, that aspect of it. But yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just an opportunity. If you know you're going to be in an event and you say, you know what, I just, I just need Mark just, Lamb's involved. I just too, need right? a. Yes, I just yes. need a handshake. I need and someone to say, "Hey, yeah. Julia, nice to see you. You're, you know, you're here. You know, you're here. You want to meet up with the 404, right? Mm -hmm. Let me introduce you to so and so. Yeah. You know, that's all it is. It's just a way to kind of ease yourself in. So when you're here, you know, or where uh, other live events, I believe that they're going to try to have a presence at all Smodco and View Askew live I'm, events eventually. Thinking, yeah, obviously and it's brand new, so there's going to yeah. be a lot of stuff. You Stronger know, in numbers, people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not to embarrass anybody because no. I mean, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. But you know, just it's that extra. You know what? It's it's like. Do you ever see those people who escort people down to the like ushers? Yeah, it's, these are these are view excuse answers <laughs> ushers. to ushers. Actually, that would have been cool to call them ushers. We've ushers. already done all that, uh, but we're done. <laughs> it's already done. Anyway, but yeah, that Danielle was very and that was very sweet. That was very sweet. So thank you so much, folks. That this is adorable. This is uh, I'm gonna have that framed and put behind the uh, the counter. The those Superman. are so cool. And the stickers, we've got some of them up there, but. These these are mine. I love these. <laughs> and I didn't have to get my hand all moldy from that man. <laughs> from the brand. Brand. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh man. All right. That's a, I love the four. I love the four four. I mm -hmm. love that. That's a thing. I'm sorry. Um, yep. Yep. I think it's great. Yep, so yep, there's yep. some other things that are going on here. One of the things it is. Uh, it's June first, which it means uh, it's Pride Month. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So. Uh, what is some things that's going to be going down here to uh, 
to help spread the message. Well, and, we, uh, we sent you a picture. If you wouldn't mind pulling it up. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's actually, uh, sandwich actually, board. Actually, yeah. So uh, we have our um, uh, view askew last week. Uh, Sarah Bellicose was on as a guest host, co-host. And she's also an artist. And she did something. She did a little take on Judge Dredd. Mm-hmm. Christian's going to pull it up. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up for you. you Just waiting for so, it. We've we we got it out so front. Much. Kevin loved it. And uh, we had it made into uh, a couple of boards for our sandwich board outside. Sandwich board? So, it's yeah, a sandwich yeah, board, yeah. You know, the, you know, the, the, the A-shape. The A-shape. Oh, okay. Yeah, they call yeah, that yeah. a sandwich we board. Had the, ah, we had the gotcha. hours for the Sorry. stash bash. We got it for the stash bash. And now we're going to use it all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm, tr- I'm yeah. just trying to pull up the photo, though. But Sarah, Sarah's a wonderful artist. I remember when she showed me this uh, before the, the last show, I was just geeking out because I was like, oh, I'm hiring you for something. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. And it was fantastic. great to have Sarah do it because, um, you know, Sarah's got, you know, Sarah knows the community very well. She's part of the community. And so she brought into that art, like, just like a very sweet, but like kind of like very direct message, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's up on the screen now. Yeah, there it's up on go. the screen. Fresh, fresh I, I love that. I know. I know. Isn't that cool? I'd put that on a shirt and wear that. That's awesome. You would get sued <laughs> by uh, Brian <laughs> yeah, Ball. It's, just, it's just for me. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, it's sure. a single print. Sure. Single yeah. print. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not trying to for like... 4XL uh, Marvel. Only cost you $650 to get that shirt made. That's fine. It's an homage. It's an homage. It's a loving homage. We're not making any money off of it. No. Just to let people know that you know that they are welcome. Everyone is welcome. So, And should be all the time, not just for the month of June, y'all, but, you know, Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm still not close enough to the mic. No, you're still. Oh, I guess I can. You can, I'm trailing off. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Sarah, for uh, for doing such a beautiful piece. We're gonna have to have her sign it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she comes in. And we have a new thing that's not on here, but I'm seeing it on yours. Um, so Kevin Smith has something big coming out. It's called the Secret Stash Press, and it launches this October ish, roughly. Roughly. Uh, so it's, uh, in conjunction with dark horse comics, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin is putting out, um, it's going to be his, it's the secret stash imprint of comics, much like legend was for, um, um, oh my God, for Frank Miller and those mm-hmm. guys, and it's going to be his imprint. So it's with it's his stories cool. that he's working yep. on and his, his people, the, the people that he brings into yeah. doing that. One of them is a, is like a quick stop anthology. It's called quick stops, mm-hmm. quick stops. And yes. And then there's another original one. I don't know. He's, if he's talked about it much yet, but I think he hinted at it on Twitter. He did. But, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff coming from that. But oh, he, yeah. Isn't it, it starts, is it like, it's not mysterious. No, what is it? No, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm blanking on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If someone knows in the comments what it was, yeah, please let know, us know. Dear God I'm, in heaven. A masquerade cool. is what it was. Masquerade. Yes, masquerade. That's yeah, it. Thank and, you, Michael. Thank and you and you, your great You people uh, throwing me like right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> right here. I'm, I'm looking. I'm like, shit, if I don't know this, I'm pretty much fired. So, um, <laughs> thank you so much, the two of you. I'm and sorry. Matt but you did. for sitting back. But you did. You pulled it out. Yeah, you when, pulled it out. Pulled it out. So yeah. um, Kevin put out a call to sequential artists out there. All you sequential artists, uh, get in touch with Kevin. Don't well, send them to me. Yeah. No, about, I think he wanted to, people to post it and then hashtag it. Yeah, hashtag, 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 hashtag press. Yep. Yeah. So you hashtag that. Um, he's stuff looking that, for artists. He's yep. looking for artists. So. This could be your chance, folks. Mm-hmm. So jump on. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll be sharing more details as we get them yes. for when Secret Stash Press is going to launch. You guys never know. This could launch your comic book artistry career. Come on. Good. Come on. And there's n- there's no better person to work with. So come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Jump on the opportunity, people. Damn straight. Mike, you want to hop into some comic picks of the Let's week do some comics because we've we've got somebody waiting in the wings so we do. i'm gonna do this really really quick um i forget my my pile is up there so uh do you want me to get your pile would you mind Not that would all. be fantastic uh, i'm gonna vamp while the beautiful julia is going and getting me in my pile <laughs> um so what, so what so what was the thought behind this week's picks so uh Oh, you mean last week we had uh, number twos were our yeah. That was that is, was is our this theme. one. Is this one three the magic numbers? No, or? three no. isn't a magic number. No, yes, uh, it this is. This one is 
three is always a magic number. Uh, I went, um, I tried to be like right down the middle, but I couldn't be because mostly it was. um, Hold on one second. Jules, come here and vamp for me while I go get my pile. Okay. (laughs) Uh, There, there, it it was horror. Horror is the, uh, the thing this week. This week? So much horror. We're not a Halloween related show, but it's always horror comics. But horror comics are always interesting to me because it's like, Ooh, I get a I big reception machine. about the monster books, like the classic monsters for people coming in here all the time, or even like the there's classic monsters, the classic monsters, classic mm-hmm. monster omnibus to your left. Oh, oh yeah, too. Yeah, oh that is cool looking. I know oh, Sunday Jeff's more of a monster guy than a superhero guy. When he comes in, we talk about our books. I know he's more into the horror than the superhero. Mm. I know uh, some people have a different take on it. Oh, this might be a great time then to tell people about Nightmare in Newark, which isn't, I don't think, a strictly yes. horror okay. comic, but it could be. So if uh, those of you folks who were lucky enough to come down to our very first in-store event of the year with David Crownson of Kingwood Comics, the CEO and uh, and lead creative on Kingwood Comics, he uh, he's also the creator of Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer, which is going to be a Disney uh, product soon. And, so excited uh, for that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait. So he and, and just he's just a thoroughly fantastic human being. So we're really happy um, to help promote his next project, which is called Nightmare in Newark. And uh, it's being kickstarted. Yeah, which is being kickstarted today. It launched today. So you guys can go help make that happen. Go absolutely, donate. absolutely. Do you have the um I'm let me, I can pull up a link for it and yeah, I, I, I have can a link share it right in the if you go all the way down to the bottom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, of the notes ah, of the there show. We go. There we go. Yeah, I'll link it to that. Awesome. So you guys can take a look. Yeah, so yeah, please. yeah. Oh, good, good, good. I see that he's getting, uh, it's already off to a great start. Um, but wow, really, I mean, read the synopsis of what this story is about. It sounds incredible. Like another, another, another home run, another home run for David. Yeah. Oh, and his, and his, and his creative team. So, uh, yeah. So help, so help get this off the ground, be part of something great. Um, David. Um, we hope to have you again soon when um, it's really, really, really impossible to book you. We'll have to kidnap you and bring you back. To the stash. So, yeah. All right. People, uh, ready. people, you should jump on this campaign only because it launched today and it's already over two grand. Oh, he's getting this funded. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. 110%. Well, yeah. Hold on. How many hours has it been up? It's been up for like an hour. Basically. Good for him. 30 days. Well, that's him. Christian, you want to read the synopsis for people just before we... uh, Uh, Sure. Let me scroll down. Uh, On Thanksgiving Day, uh, Zoe Alvarez must face her biggest fear coming out to her parents. But first, she'll have to survive an alien invasion in Newark, New Jersey. Mm. Yeah. But I like the other twist, too. There's like a longer version. And uh, so Zoe apparently is is a hugely successful creative. And somebody, some hater, is uh, trying to blackmail her. So, yeah, and use her quote unquote secret um, to get something that she doesn't deserve, this other hater. So, Zoe takes command. And there's yeah. something on here that sells so this badass. comic so perfectly that I am now even more hype. It's a what? cross between Friday and Cloverfield. Yes, yes, <laughs> I'm, yes, yes. Okay. I'm about it. I'm, I'm in. All right. So, comic picks. Sorry. Comic All picks. right. Okay. Here we go. We have Demons number three, number three of three. This is by uh, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. I got a whole bunch of other people in here. This is, um, if you haven't read this, I'm not going to spoil any of it. Um, We have Demons. It's it's a horror. um, It's a horror comic, and it's by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. The team that brought you Batman um, back when New 52 was a thing. So... That should sell it right there. And, Is it um, not anymore? No, it's not New Fifty Two anymore. Oh, oh well. no! It's, now it's like Rebirth and oh, all okay. sorts of crap. But um, the team is amazing. Scott Snyder uh, found his voice during his Batman run in the New Fifty Two, and he's just been slaying it. And uh, I don't mean that in a jokey way because you know demons and shit. But it's um, it's, but it's there. It's well, yeah, it is there. And uh, I mean, you know, father daughter bonding moments. It's pretty cool. Uh, what's next? Next up is uh, the closet, and this is really funny because this is by James Tinney and the Fourth, who we've had. Uh, Ming and I had him on I Sell Comics. Um, James Tinney and the Fourth is um, 
he's a cousin of a friend of ours. And I consider James Tinian, who I haven't talked to in like five years, a very close personal friend. Now he's, uh, he's a great guy. Uh, but he was also a, a student and a protege of Scott Snyder. Oh, okay. So, uh, this is actually really cool because this is about, um, every children's nightmare, you know, the closet. If you ever watched any horror movies, the closet is where the monsters are. So dark monsters, Inc. So yeah, dark monsters, Inc. (laughs) That's weird because I would have thought that monsters, Inc. was a lighthearted romp of (laughs) children's nightmares, but Randall. Yeah. Well, no, but uh, this is, it's actually really very well done. And uh, James Tinian also on a bat title. I think he's still doing uh, detective at least for a little while. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's number one. And his numero uno. Awesome. And, and it really is a, a nice little volley for serve. What and is next? Next up is Knights of X. This is an X title from Marvel. And uh, this has um, Betsy Braddock who, became the new captain Britain and she brings along uh, some of her mutant compatriots mm-hmm. uh, to it's called Otherworld, and it's where Merlin holds sway and it's actually really really it delves into the like British mythology and also the captain Brit British Captain Britain mythology. Mm-hmm. If you've never read a Captain Britain comic, don't worry, you're not going to be lost so much. But if you if you did read Captain Britain from back in the day, this is going to pay off on so many levels. It's it's not even funny. Awesome. And Merlin Dick. Merlin <laughs> equals Dick. So, yeah. Next up, this is something I've been waiting for for a long time is the um it's Justice League Road to Dark Crisis, and it's uh, it's a bunch of really cool stories that are leading up to uh, – we already know that the Justice League is dead. Mm-hmm. Now this is um, the legacy heroes struggling to um, fill in for their mentors. The greats. Yeah. Big yeah. Shoes to fill. Yeah. Really big. It's the Teen Titans – have to grow up. That's pretty much what this is. So, and this is a prequel to that to that book, essentially. Dark Crisis. Dark, Dark Crisis, Crisis is going to be a seven issue series by um, Joshua Williamson, and I'm looking forward to this. It's it's in the same vein as uh, Infinite Crisis and Crisis on Infinite Earths, which sound alike, but very different. Very different. I'll be back in ten minutes. No you problem. Go to town, honey. Uh, and the, and rounding us out. Is X Men ninety two House of X C I I, which I'm assuming is um, something. So, and this is the comic that's based off the animated series. Yes, this is based off the animated yes. series, but it's really cool because it jumps into what's going on now with the X Men and oh, okay. uh, Krakoa and ev- everything that's going on. But they've got the Sentinels, and um, they have a that it all. Issue one was them going up against the Sentinels. It was um, an orbiting platform orbiting the Earth. Mm-hmm. And um, they were making Sentinels to send down to Earth to destroy the mutant population. They sent a strike team up. And uh, it, these, um, the, all the X-Men and all mutants um, are rallying around one moment, one pivotal moment when the Sentinels uh, killed Jubilation Lee. Oh God! So yeah, she was. She's the rallying cry for you know mutants forever. So uh, which she I becomes a martyr. Cool. She's a martyr, and uh, it's actually really cool. Wow, those are some good picks. Yes, I think so. And uh, before we get to our special guest, I have an assignment for you. You do? I do. I got homework. You got homework. Sweet. All Welcome right. to Comics College, people. Yes, it is time for some Comics <laughs> College, uh, where. Uh, Christian's going to gain some comics knowledge. Here we go. Hey, you like that? It, it kind of rhymes. Yeah, it works. Um, Mike, talk nerdy to me. All right, cool. So um, <laughs> you are going to start with the uh, the X-Men, with the new X-Men, actually. The new line of X-Men. No, we- no, not the new line of X-Men. I'm talking about the new X-Men. You're going to start from Giant Size X-Men number one and go from there. Okay. So. Giant Size X-Men number one. Yep. And Giant Size X-Men number one to X-Men 94 on. We're going to stop it. 
Uh, let's see. Where are we going to stop? We're going to stop at Days of Future Past. Okay. So, Is this in one book that I can? It's in two. And it's I'm in gonna, two? Yeah. And I'm going to have to get you one of them. Okay. That so is cool with me. I will bring it uh, for you probably. Any, any particular tomorrow. reason behind this book? Is there uh, is there? It's an awesome comic. Just an awesome yeah. comic. Yeah. Just you, beside it being an awesome. All you need is you need right, to word. know. Yeah. Fair enough. This is this is shit that you need to know, brother. So All right, that's cool. what's gonna happen. There's your there's your uh, comics college. Sounds good to me. What about you, man? You got a suggestion for me too? I just bought the Darth Vader omnibus. Um, I believe Ooh. we're currently out of them but they it is a great story it is a between that was you that bought it you son of it. a bitch <laughs> i told you ask me for them don't just i didn't oh. buy the last one this time <laughs> uh, I bought it. somebody else bought the other one i just put me in a bad spot but i'm reading that's what's the important part no it's not <laughs> me selling is the important part holy shit matt Talking about tell me college. give me a list of what you want I yeah been, been holy god in the previews <laughs> oh my stuff off in the previews <laughs> I mean, it was a sale. Yeah, it was a sale. Sales a sale. I still paid my hard-earned money. It's like monopoly money. I you get a goddamn discount. I don't want people getting discounts. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, way to go. Thanks, right. Matt. All I had right. somebody no asking me for it yesterday. Like, hey, do you have that omnibus? I'm like, yeah, we. Uh, wait, I, I don't. I Man, uh, somebody bought the last one. See, <laughs> not up there, is it? It's not up there. No. Somebody bought the last one. It wasn't me. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making All right. with my homework. I know. All right. Should we bring in our... Uh, Let us. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring in our very special guest. This is Marty Grabstein of Verge the Cowardly Dog and many of your other favorites. Marty! Betty, whatever it is. All the things <laughs> we do for love. Oh, dear <laughs> Lord. Before we say anything else... I want you to know that I did not plan on doing that big entrance. There was something <laughs> about the way you did it. I felt I had to enter with all that hoopla. Yeah, you did, I'm Marty. Stuck with how do I top this? Oh wow, that's the, thank you, Marty. That that makes me feel great. Well, welcome to the show, Marty Grabstein. How you doing today, boss? I'm doing great, Chris. Christian, right? And yes. who's the other guy on the extreme? My extreme left. That's Matt. I'm Matt, Marty. It's a pleasure to meet Hi, you. Hi, Matt. I, I like to know who everybody is. Mr. Christian! <laughs> by the way, by the way, I just watched Mutiny on the Bounty last night. First time in a long time. Incredible movie. Right? Did you ever see that one with, the, with, with the Charles Lawton? It's been very, very long time. Come on, man. Yeah, like, I cannot say Only 29 years. <laughs> well, well, that'd be... I am 27, so yeah, yes, it's does. been 29 I years. Since I, I've seen Mutiny on the guys the credit for knowing this kind of shit. And I said shit because I've heard you c curse a few times on. Oh this. shit! Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm listening to you, you know, and I do want a goddamn discount, Mike. Question <laughs> <laughs> for number one, okay? Please. <sighs> and I'm gonna read it in the closet. That's All right, good deal. Okay, just wanted you to know I was listening. Good, good man. Uh, Love so, it. So for those who need a reminder, uh, Marty Grabstein is going to be in the stash, uh, hanging out with fans, signing autographs. Uh, what are the dates June again? June, yes, June 11th, which is Saturday, and we will be here from uh, noon to 5, and Marty's going to be here signing anything and everything that you put in front of him, uh, including subpoenas, uh, writs of habeas corpus, the whole nine yards. Even the slab. <laughs> oh, don't don't be doing that, man! No, 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 I won't be doing that. The, the slab can stay exactly slab. where it is. <laughs> oh my god! Don't oh man! Don't be terrifying yeah. like that. By the way, can I say something? Uh, I mean, this is Julia said it's a free floating interview, right? Yeah, go sure. for it. The heck it is. You'll get to some key points. Marty Grabstein going to be at the stash. And actually, from twelve to five. But uh, you know, I'm gonna. Uh, didn't we say eleven? If you want to be here at eleven, that's absolutely. Well, I, I I like to lower, or actually, yeah, I like to um, raise people's expectations. So you know, we we over deliver. We we under promise and over deliver, Marty. Okay, so it's twelve to five. Is that what you're saying? Exactly, twelve Sounds to five or twelve, 12 to noon. To that's uh, <laughs> like I said before. It, we're going to be here from 12 to noon. It's great. <laughs> That's right. At 12 to noon. I love it. Okay. So anyway, I just want to say something to you guys that this is for me such a pleasure to listen to 
you know, this is what I have always been all about my whole life, uh, which is basically being an adult who, who enjoys children's things, who enjoys talking about stuff that, you know, basically embracing my inner child. And I'm talking, I'm thinking of you guys talking about the comic books and the, and the horror. And the, the, it's just so great to hear it because this is what, like, I've always been all about. And I really do want Fantastic Four number one at a, at a discount if you can get it. <laughs> I'll get your reprint, Marty. Don't worry about it. Oh God! I got the reprints. Right. <laughs> He's like he wants a legit fast, yeah. fantastic. I love book. I love listening to you guys talk. It was really great listening. One to of those come through the store not too long ago. Yeah, but we're it came through <laughs> it like came and went. Like we like, had it. Yeah. It's gone now. What like, through a goose. We actually had a uh, apparently a Fantastic Four number one that came through that came and went by Stanley, wasn't that? Yeah, well, just stop, stop, just stop. <laughs> Don't tell me. Yeah, and Matt bought it for a discount, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Would you say the Fantastic Four is like your favorite uh characters yeah. of superheroes or is that just Yeah, like, Fantastic Four, Four? Is, is my number one. I, you know, closely followed by Spider-Man after that and then you know, and maybe Daredevil actually, especially you know the the Frank Miller Daredevils for me. Oh, sure. Those were like I have all of those Frank Miller the whole run from nineteen uh, from uh, fifth, what is it one fifty eight to one ninety one I think it was. Yes, very again. good, nice. Born and, again, and, uh, awesome. and, and I, but yeah, I actually became acquainted before I saw Kevin Smith in the movies and stuff like that. I actually became acquainted with Kevin Smith's name because of the Daredevils. Uh, that he uh, in those 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 what was those early two thousands? Yeah, Guardian Devil, the Marvel Knights. Yes, so I and you know I I became acquainted with. I always had a fascination with Daredevil. I Got thought the, the beginning Daredevils were a little bit, uh, you know, they they had to find their way with that character, and they did actually later on. I, I, interesting thing how that. Yeah, was. once yeah once it's it's a. Yeah, they they tried to make it like, oh, he's not a handicapped person, but he was a handicapped person, and you know he didn't have, he was blind for God's sakes, he was a blind superhero, and they're like, this was a '90s run of Daredevil. No, no, this is like his original. Oh, this is the original, but the 2000 run, which Kevin did, and actually, um, Joe Quesada was this. This put his thumb right on uh, the, the pulse, pulse of Marvel. And yeah, this is what, what actually uh, gave him the, the leg up to become the uh, editor-in-chief over at Marvel. And he just announced that he was leaving Marvel as editor-in-chief or the wow. former creative officer for Marvel. Really? Um, not editor-in-chief. He's the creative control. So The CCO. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's leaving and doing a bunch of um, his new independent projects. However, you know, he'll always have um, that the Marvel Knights, the Daredevil run that he and Kevin and uh, Jimmy Palmiotti did that, you know, cemented Marvel because Marvel was like in the crapper. Marvel was done. DC was was, you know, the Alan Moore and the, the, all that whole like adultish DC stuff was happening and they were they were looking great. Yeah, it, they, you know, that was when they started to to blossom as well. But I think that, yeah, uh, 2000s were kind of a crap time for comic books. And around the time they started selling off a lot of their major characters, licensing rights. For scraps, basically, yeah. just to kind of stay afloat. Wow. What I'm talking about! We're talking about this stuff! I love it! <laughs> awesome, Marty. Yeah, please, uh, seriously, take a couple of quaaludes before you come here. No, you don't want that. You don't yeah, want that. Trust me, I do. <laughs> Better if I drop dead in the stash. That, that'll make a nice... Uh, oh. make, a- <laughs> make a couple of headlines. It would, and actually that would be great for both of us because then... The, yeah, the stash... publicity be, thing. You'd get a bump in uh, your... Well, uh, I'm sorry, but your your estate would get a bump in sales and we, we i can claim that this place is haunted by marty grabstein we, can take That's right. forever. we would be we would be married forever oh it'd be, it'd be fantastic we'd get brian to come back and be like channel marty yeah right <laughs> and he wouldn't be he'd be like i don't feel him i'm like shut up <laughs> everything shut up the full circle for courage to end up haunting oh, <laughs> craziness so 
I mean, it's it's kind of the obvious, but I'm just curious because I've I've been a fan of Courage since I was a kid. So how did that show come about for you? So like how uh, how were you approached, and what were your first thoughts when you first heard about it? Because because okay. even at the time, it's a very out there cartoon still is yeah, and it still now. is so what to you was like oh i want to be a part of this okay well first of all you know it was it was a very well well-paying job so it wasn't like oh should i be a maybe i'll do it let me think about this so <laughs> basically what happened i mean I, i've been an actor but bouncing bouncing around and doing a lot of live theater and doing uh, doing a, a, a sketch comedy around the city of new york and uh, I had a, a sketch comedy duo with a partner. We wrote and performed their own stuff. And so we were doing a lot of that kind of stuff and some independent films, et cetera. So I get a call from a, from a friend of mine who I hadn't spoken to in about, I don't know, five or six years. And we'd fallen out of touch. But she reached out to me because she actually saw, you know, my face in, on, in the, the Time Out New York uh, newspaper because my sketch comedy group got a little review. We got we hit gold with that. It was a very nice thing for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she she was like, "Wait a second, I got to call Marty." I said, "Why did you got to call me?" Well, because I'm working for this guy John Dilworth, who's um, putting together a new sketch, a new sketch comedy. <laughs> Sorry, man, a new cartoon series called Courage the Cowardly Dog, and um, he has listened to every voiceover artist in the city over 300 voices she told me um for the for the lead character of courage and he can't seem to decide how the character should sound or who to choose so i'm now opening it up to people i know and let's see what happens so i go into the office and right away there's a kind of connection with with dilworth that i had um, I think he had an appreciation of this kind of unusual, ultra scratchy, you know, voice, this, this husky, uh, raspy sound that I had. Um, and so we were trying stuff. And then all of a sudden he said, you know what? This sounds great. I was reading the line. I, I had no idea how to do it. I just started, you know, just doing stuff. And he said, you know, how about this? Can you just kind of, kind of pitch it up here. And what's like that? He said, that's, that's it. That's it. So, and pretty much I got it. I mean, it actually was that easy, which, you know, generally none of this shit is easy. Um, most of the time, you know, so once in a while you get lucky on that. So that was great. That was very exciting for me. And it was, I felt really honored to be a part of this extraordinary cartoon, which had a, as as Christian said, an out there kind of feeling, kind of a little edgy and at times kind of almost even disturbing at, at times. And yet it had a it kind of was grounded in the style and the animation and the illustration and the music back in the old days of when cartoons were really, from my point of view, the best. The old Warner Brothers, Looney Tunes, Bugs Bunny, and all that stuff. So it was very exciting to be a part. I'm so honored to be a part of this wonderful, uh, wonderful project that clearly took off, did very well for itself. And so- oh yeah, Courage! Courage was like one of a few shows growing up that really kind of was the gateway towards horror. Like it was that goosebumps, but for me, courage just had these moments that were just out of, out of left field scary. There were there, it was eggplant. <laughs> Return the slab. It was it was uh, apocryphal, is what it was. It was Ooh, it was Mr. they were out on the edge of nowhere, yeah. and and it gave you that same feeling. Do you remember when Bugs Bunny, um, like it was raining and it flooded, and his um his mattress popped up and he ended up in the mad scientist's laboratory. Yes. That's what it felt yeah. like. Yeah. Cause he's put out there in, there is the, there are these strange situations that just happened to him. And he's like, Oh crap. And he's defending his, his human masters. Absolutely. And, uh, and I'm very, you know, I'm very excited about, you know, uh, listen, it's entertaining. It's a, 
It's a cartoon. It's lots of oh, fun. Yeah. But I do believe when I when I see people, when I started doing the convention circuit, which is about a little over five years ago, five and a half years ago, um, I had no idea the I knew that it was going well. I knew that they had four seasons. So it was a, a moderately successful cartoon series, and it was continuing to run and run and still runs to this very day. So it never w- completely went away. So it was always running somewhere over the last 23 years. Um, yeah. But I, you know, I didn't understand the power that it had. It had a very strong effect on people and continues to because really this character is this not just scaredy cat, but terrified absolutely purely terrified of everything and and he's small in stature and yet somehow every time when you know the 11th hour comes in as you said mikey steps up and he rescues his masters and essentially saves the world one more time you know from evil and there's something about facing your fears and you know, for for people that are struggling and have difficult upbringings, and, you know, that always come up to me. I have people coming up to me and they're, we always hug. And there's sometimes people cry because it, it's a memory of kind of a bittersweet memory of difficult times they had and courage kind of you know, got them through it. What a, what a wonderful thing for me to be able to be a part of something like that. You know? Big time. It's a it's a wonderful legacy and a great show that is it's still going strong. Like even recently they just did the the Scooby Doo Courage crossover and it was excellent. Um you I, it was excellent. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. But I I'm biased because I love Scooby and I and I also Scooby love I and I good. love courage so for for them to to well, cross over to mix over was just excellent Christian, uh, do you feel that they i think they did but you know so i'm not trying to lead the well i am leading the witness aren't i um, <laughs> but i mean did you feel i i really felt they did this extraordinary job of taking both universes and sort of and making it work to make it work it yeah. helped that, it, that 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 the action took place in Courage's universe. I yeah. think that was a smart decision, um, and uh, I do think there was a kind of I don't think I think both people, both characters, uh, both you know, both franchises did well actually, and th- a lot of times that doesn't happen with the crossover. it's always like upstaging. Um, for closing thoughts though, because we're going to have to wrap up the show uh, fairly soon. Someone in the comments had wanted to know what was your personal favorite episode of Cards of Cowardly Dog. Uh, my personal favorite episode. I have a few favorite episodes, but I, I would I would go ahead and say it. I'm going to say it's a tie between Freaky Fred. Okay. Um. The uh, King Ramsey's Curse, Return the Slab, you quoted it earlier, and the very first episode, The Shadow of Courage, because it was the first episode. So, you know, there's nothing like that. So those three. Well, thank you so much, Marty. Thank you for your time to come on and promote uh, you coming to the stash. I'm looking forward to meeting you in person. Marty, we're excited to have you here. It's going to be awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I look forward to seeing you guys there. And uh, I, I... 12 to 5. 12 to 5. Good man. 12 to what 5. I say, under promise, over deliver. And uh, we have a question in the comments, and uh, I'm going to address this a little bit later, but Marty, you can, um, to help folks prepare, what are the costs for autographs and photos with Marty on the 11th? You know, we'll post that on our social media. So uh, you will talk about that. And uh, so this way, people aren't like leaving going, that son of a bitch. He's. <laughs> He took my childhood and he's trying to bend me over a sink. <laughs> like, no, no. Mike, you're coming up with stuff, Mike. Uh, you know, this is what happens when you, you end up in prison for a couple of months what? or years. Um, so, <laughs> no one's going to prison, honey. Out of context. Uh, I'm like, I'm, on, I'm on an unrelated note. I'm going nowhere. On an unrelated note, I've got to go on a, an ex- expedition to the Congo for Kevin. Thank you, yeah. Good see. <laughs> Hello. Hi, sweetheart. Hi. So, but Marty, thank you so much. Uh, it's 12 to 5. 
Mm-hmm. Under, yeah. Um, under promise and over deliver. Right, exactly. That's the key. I, I keep getting into trouble with this. It's good, though. It's good. Get a little trouble. It's a good thing. That's right. <laughs> and thank you so much, uh, boys and girl. It is time to open up the shop. I've got to get uh, it is new comics day, so I've got to get my. It is new comics day. But so there is one thing that we should talk about. Yes. Uh, Christian, do you want to pull up the. Yes, I do. Uh, Did we talk on any of our um, of our stash updates? We back did. issues, back issue sales still on twenty five percent off Mondays and Tuesdays. No. Well, you just 20th. did. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. We did Please the shout out in. to the local four hundred four. There's um, the, this. This thing was just packed. Look at this. I know. So I know. We could go on for two uh, hours. Yeah, I think. We could. Really. Yeah. We, really uh, we could, and we want to. Uh, yeah, we front loaded David stuff. Reservist, stay tuned. We have a lot of wonderful new upgrades and updates to the Reservist program. But let's do this. Let's do. This is. Our, our man, let's, shall we? It seems that some of the fan base from this influential fan base have decided to attack Moses Ingram online and send her the most horrendous racist DMs. And I heard some of them this morning and it just broke my heart. Moses is a brilliant actor. She's a brilliant woman. And she's absolutely amazing in this series. She brings so much to the series. She brings so much to the franchise. And it just sickened me to my stomach to hear that this had been happening. I just want to say as the leading actor in the series, as the executive producer in the series, that we stand with Moses. We love Moses. And if you're sending her bullying messages, you're no Star Wars fan in my mind. Mm. There's no place for racism in this world. And uh, I totally stand with Moses. I just wanted to say one thing uh, about this. And in case anybody uh, is having trouble uh, getting his gist. What uh, Ewan McGregor, it's you, Ewan? Yeah, Ewan? Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. What Ewan McGregor is saying, uh, if you're, if you don't like what Moses is doing, don't watch. And if you feel compelled to uh, throw something out on social media, go fuck yourself. That's pretty much what he's saying. And uh, yeah. I, I just wanted to, to break it down for people who are having trouble getting their minds around the yeah. message. Oh, you don't so, get it? Yeah. You don't get it? <laughs> it's basically go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And I, I mean, I love that. I love the fact. I hate that he had to do it. It pisses me off. That toxic fandom and so, <laughs> holy shit. You know what? Are I these grew really up Star Wars fans. Do you really think so? Or are these just trolls? Internet. No, they're trolls probably inter- for internet douchebags to be scumbags just because just be they are. So Star hard Wars to- and Star Trek your- <laughs> existence have always been about including literally everyone and every species. So it makes no sense that on the outside that they would feel any different. I mean, for God's sakes, Chewbacca adopted uh, a pet human. You know, yeah. for fuck's sake. <laughs> yes, true. And you know, it broke his heart when when he had to have Han put down. So. Um, <laughs> he still oh, got no. he still got the hand yeah, print, yeah, right? the face print, right? Some, exactly, exactly. Uh, but, Clipped a piece oh, of his hair. Excellent. It's like yeah. But the fact that they had that uh, Ewan McGregor had to put this out um, pisses me off on a couple of levels because I. Remember being a bullied Star Wars comic book nerd and having to to not tell people that you were a fan that I was a fan because oh, you, pff, jerk off and they they used to use a lot worse wow. terms than that um, you know you get every every semblance of your humanity is questioned if you know back in the 70s and 80s if you told people you like star wars and comic books Mm -hmm. it's like yeah and you know what Mm. it makes me sick that in this day and age that uh marvel has i think five of the top grossing out of like the 10 top grossing movies ever Mm -hmm. they have five of them star wars has this fandom that is all-encompassing and you still have douchebags who go out there and throw hate around, well, and it makes me sick. If I'm yeah. correct, part of the reason George Lucas sold to Disney was because of after the prequels, he had gotten a lot of hate, and he decided probably better just sell off and cash out for Disney. Are you sure it wasn't the billions of dollars? The billions of dollars, of course, that's backed up by Disney. Yeah. In, cash? The, yeah. in cash? In cash. 
But in, after, in ca- I would roll in it. How much yes. hate did he get after the prequels? And it's for whatever reason, mm-hmm. this toxic fan base has been out there for well, some time. Well, the prequels did kind of suck. Well, uh, I, you one thing, I will die on this hill. The prequels do not suck whatsoever. No, they they kind of do, but they gave us the Clone Wars. So guess what? Yes, yeah. Well, the Clone there Wars. Great. They could have made the Clone Wars. I would have loved yes. that. Revenge yeah. of the Sith would like to have a discussion. It's one of the better ones. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, when you have I to agree. rank like them like that, it was one of the pieces. better ones. I don't know. I think Christian and I have the high ground on this one here. Uh, no, I don't I think don't you do. But that's right. <laughs> but I am sorry, guys. You can't have, can't have the original trilogy without the prequels. Eventually. Yeah, you can. You can. You can. And we did for a long time. Yeah, for a long time, we did. So. A, it's a different generation of Star Wars. Here's that. Wow, you're you're being kind of toxic here, Matt. So. <laughs> no, no, yeah. he's getting mad. Yeah, I love I it. I love really? it. I'm thinking. Marty, who, Marty, whose side are you on on this one? Come on. No, no, no. no it's a mixed bag. Who invited me? Middle of the road. Into the stash. Part of it is that I'm also president of the Jar Jar Binks fan club. Can we cut his microphone, please? What do you have? You have Ewoks? You have Ewoks? A village in your backyard? Oh, dear God in heaven. Oh, God. I thought you threw me off because of that. (laughs) Jar Jar Binks. No, anyway, I I wasn't crazy about the prequels. I loved, though, in the spirit that they were done. And I I mean, it was a monumental task. And there were some very good things about the prequels. So overall, I feel like as, as a piece of mythology, it loses something a little bit kind of, it doesn't really have that cohesive sensibility that four, five, and six have. That being said, though, set the tone for seven, eight, and nine, which I thought were good overall. And there was some good stuff in seven, eight, and nine. So, See now those is I will it too late to Up until about five minutes ago, it's been great talking to you, Marty. All right, we do have to wrap up. Yes, we do have to wrap up. Thank you so much, Marty. We will see you on June eleventh. June eleventh. Twelve o'clock. Noon noon to noon. Gotcha, buddy. You got it. Later, Marty. All right, that so that, awesome. that does it for us. Um, right. Yeah, remember, folks, don't be a douchebag. Yeah. Um, don't, don't, ever. don't bring that energy here. Either. No, and no. you know, if you're you're a toxic fan, get help. There's there's <laughs> help it ain't out that there. deep, bro. No, it's yes. Yeah, Star Wars is imaginary. Yes, and yeah. <laughs> let's think about that first. If, if you're having some problems with imaginary people, I can't see you being really you know warm and fuzzy to real human beings. Rounded so and exactly, and y- you're probably someone who likes to kick puppies. So don't bring that <sighs> shit here. But you know it's New yeah. Comics Day. Let's leave it on a high note. Mike. It's New Comics Day. Christian's got new glasses. Yeah. We have the new <laughs> Secret Stash Press. And uh, it's going to be a great week. Great rest of the week, guys. That's absolutely right. Great man. rest of the so, week. Thank you for that. And, folks, we're out of here. Adios, people. Have a good one. Take care. This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com.